with your hosts, Sebastian Martinez and Eric Pajowski. Welcome to another episode of the S-Tier Podcast. I am your host, Sebastian Martinez. With me, as always, is Eric Pajowski, and it's S-Tier Season 2. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. We are late. I know that for a fact. We are usually like 5.30 on the dot. But of course, you know, dogs. <laughs> and uh, real quick before we even get into anything, uh, podcast is always available on here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook.com slash S tier podcast. Ooh, that's new. <laughs> as well as on Instagram. S tier under S underscore tier podcast on Instagram and follow us on Twitter. We're getting a little bit of followership on there at S tier podcast one and uh, subscribe to the Spotify. Apparently I always forget that it looks all nice and all that. When I pick that, that's nice. You know, everyone that can't see it, you know, if you pick certain things on restream, restream is what powers us. Basically we're live right now with like one viewer. I don't know who it is. I'll know in a second. When I do this, hold on one minute. They edit so much stuff on Restream while we were away. Like, chat. So, yeah. Boom. (laughs) So we have chat where we can actually see it and not, you know, go crazy. So, yeah, check out S-Tier, the live show of S-Tier Podcast on Facebook.com. We will be on YouTube soon. I gotta do the banner and whatnot. I've been saying that for a while, but hey, no glitchiness whatsoever. The song that we used went through. Mm -hmm. Thank God for rock space. I got that that stuff Friday. (laughs) So that, so that told me that Eero took it was the one taking a dump every freaking time, including for DC fandom last year. Oof. Yikes. Yeah. So, Ebro is not good. Rock space. Rocking it. All right. Man, so how the hell was your winter break, your Christmas break? <laughs> it's It was good. Very peaceful. Yeah. 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 Wasn't it a shocker, though, that uh, I showed up with your new microphone for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that did shock me. I was like, surprise. <laughs> Ice Nine Kills rapper and everything. Oh, hey, that's good wrapping paper too. Like I put it up already. I gotta actually do a thing for my niece, so I'm gonna use that wrapping paper. She's a little horror hound, so it should be good. Man, yeah. and I got this, of course, the uh, mic. I don't think anyone can see it. Like it's same microphone because uh, the other, the actual mic that came with this stand. Uh, I need a mixer for. So yeah, we gotta get. I gotta get a mixer. So otherwise, it's it's nice though. I'm like. I actually feel like a podcaster now with this damn stand. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully everybody can hear me now. Yes, it's looking very good. I'm looking at uh, audio tonic, as they call it now. I'm so used to being called audacity. So, yeah, it's this is very good. Yeah, my Christmas break, I played through Cyberpunk before they decided to do the quick fixes. I think we talked about it before. I fucking love that game, but we're going to get into that. Dude, dude, 
talk about the first week of January. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I think we all know what happened Wednesday. <laughs> the capital, the capital break-in. Yeah. Yeah. National treasure has now been debunked. <laughs> you can just walk in and grab the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Seriously, if it was that easy to break into there, Oof. what makes people think they can't do it next week? Or yeah, today? that's I, I heard about that. Like on Parlor, like everyone's been talking about Parlor, that the Proud Boys are planning stuff. They're gonna try it again, and I'm like, they can try. But FBI already has been arresting people. Like, I knew for a fact when that happened, this was the one time everyone could have worn masks. They caught everyone damn near. <laughs> At the airports! <laughs> but here's the thing. With these riots, I noticed there's those couple of people who like to, like, create chaos. Yeah, this is the extremists, as we talked about. These are all extremists. Because I know... There were people that actually did peacefully protest. Mm -hmm. And then there were the extremists who were actually legit, like, pepper spraying cops, crushing cops. Mm. A police officer was killed with a fire extinguisher. Ah! <laughs> the only thing we can do about this, since the world's all shitty nowadays, is just laugh about it. Yeah, you just, I looked at it like I was running when it all happened. And I was watching it live, like, on CNN and Fox. Like, I was switching between them. And I'm like... Holy shit! <laughs> As I'm running, <laughs> I'm looking at it on Twitter like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, another funny thing: they could do that there, but they couldn't do that at Area 51. That's what one person said. Like, "Hey, we can try it on Area 51 now." I'm like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> you know, what happened when you guys were going there? Yeah, and you're just standing with your thumbs up your asses. <laughs> exactly. Like, like I saw this thing. I'm like, I know for a fact, like they, I knew they were going to get these guys. Like you're going into all these different places. And the fun, th funny thing is Trump actually had signed a bill where basically if you break into like government property and all that, you get 10 years off the top. And I'm like, yeah, y'all get 10 years. <laughs> oh, now, now that's really. Oh, no. Hold on one minute. I got to stop this. What is doing? What is this doing? Now the countdown decides. Get out of here. Yeah, I pressed the countdown like minutes ago. What the fuck? And it just went through. <laughs> Yay, season two. <laughs> yeah, the countdown for the restream thing went like bump. <laughs> like the whole thing with it, it was it got me like uh. Like, I saw, you know, you saw they basically kicked Trump off of Twitter, and people were going like, oh, that's freedom of speech. I'm like, it's not a government-owned site. Yeah, but now he's on Spotify. <laughs> I heard he has an I heard he has an OnlyFans. <laughs> no, seriously, he has his own, like, podcast now. Oh, that's funny. That is so funny. Like, that, that was one thing, like, people were like, I saw a bunch of people like, this is an attack of freedom of speech and all that. I'm like, it's a private company. That's like... You know, it's it's not the government. Like the best thing to say when I I've said this to people, um, you know, they uh had came out with uh Jack Ma, you know, the billionaire in China. He was criticizing the Chinese government 
and now they vanished him. He is like in a prison camp yeah. somewhere. That's what happens when you tell a truth about America. They kill you. Well, that's China. China. That was the thing. Like China yeah, is like definitely. Right. AFK did the same thing, and he got killed. Yeah, that's CIA shit. But like, like you know where Trump is. You don't know where Jack Ma is. <laughs> Jack Ma is in a prison camp. Like, I'm so sorry that I said these things. Where are my billions? It's been redistributed. <laughs> Like that, like that's one thing I say. Like, hey, uh, y'all know Jack Ma's missing for talking, right? This ain't this ain't it. <laughs> like, we all sign up for these things where we can, you know, we can say mostly stuff, but it doesn't stop them, stop people from blocking us, stop people from reporting us, and that's basically yeah, but, what it comes down to. But here's the thing: there was this thing called freedom of speech. That's what I'm talking about. Like, freedom of speech only covers the government from stopping you. Like they like the government cannot tell you what to say, like United States government, mm-hmm. a company like Twitter, hell, even our school, which was a private school, you know, our high school was a private school, they could stop you from saying things. Like, uh, best example of that, I think from your class, even uh, there was a I forget which which student it was she was a coach for volleyball. She had came out as uh as gay, and they fired her. And that's well within their right because they're a private school. They're, you know, a Christian school. Like, that's I, against I their thing. I understand that, but even a Christian would allow a person who wants to teach teach. It's ethically wrong, but it, they, they it, legality-wise, like, it's in their in their whole, I think, contract thing, I believe. Like, when I heard when I heard about that, that was, I think, back in, like, 2012, 2013, that that happened. I'm like, oh, that's so wrong. But in the end... It was this contract that they wrote, they signed up. Hell, my grade school, I think the principal when I was a kindergartner was lesbian, and that came out. She got kicked out, like they fired her. Like that's like it's discriminatory, but it's like a thing. It's a pri- it's private school. Like if it was public, there'd be a case. Private Person, school, it's covered I under. By this quote, I'd rather die with honor. I don't know if you can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. It. Yeah, it's 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 such murky waters when it's like a private thing, you know. Like here, like best best another best another great example would be like Gab. Gab is on Twitter, you know their actual page. Gab is the uh, alternate to Twitter, but you find out that Gab is anti-Semitic. It's uh, it's basically what's the word I'm looking for? Puritanical as hell. And they let anyone, but they let anyone talk. The only thing they censor is like, let's say, pornography. Like, they're very against that. They're very staunch against, like, Jewish stuff. Like, it's horrible what they say and all that. But you can't stop them from saying it because, you know, they are actually adhering to freedom of speech. And you can't, and you don't really, you no one gets reported because, like, ah, that's their opinion. Yeah, in this case, though... A riot was incited. People started talking like, oh, yeah, he did that. But, you know, the more I look at it, I'm like, ah, it's such murky waters. But it doesn't stop you. It doesn't, like, here, we can both say stuff, like, wild stuff like we do all the time. If we do it in public, we could freaking in- insult someone, and that person will start swinging. And then a fight starts. Oh, guess what? Yeah. I've been swung on before. It's not the first time. Yeah, so a, a fight ensues. It, the the First Amendment only covers what the government can tell you know can say like they can't the government can't police you in what you say. 
like another like good example of that like uh, i think what was it when marilyn manson was at his biggest was like you know there were fans who had his uh t-shirt that said the king of fuck basically and police arrested that guy for wearing that shirt you know he got out scot-free because that was a a, a violation of his first amendment right <laughs> like that's basically what it means it's so weird it's such murky water as a private thing though but you know I think Arnold Schwarzenegger actually talked about a lot of the stuff that went on on Wednesday. You want to see it? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Good start to this. I'm going to do this. See, that's one thing. I need, like, loop deck or something so I can do this. Here we go. Oh, wrong thing. Do that. Oh, no, we're small. Yes. Like a little theater. As an immigrant to this country, I would like to say a few words to my fellow Americans and to our friends around the world about the events of recent days. Now, I grew up in Austria and very aware of Kristallnacht, or the Night of Broken Glass. It was a night of rampage against the Jews carried out in 1938 at the Nazi equivalent of the Proud Boys. Wednesday was the day of broken glass right here. And of course it buffers. Damn it. <laughs> that's that's Twitter's thing. Hold on one minute. Yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah, it's Twitter. That. And I just had it working. There in the go. United States. The broken glass was in the windows of the United States Capitol. But the mob did not just shatter the windows of the capital. They shattered the ideals we took for granted. They did not just break down the doors of the building that housed the American democracy. They trampled. Yeah, Twitter's video thing is garbage. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to buffer now. He looked constipated. <laughs> That's his elderliness. <laughs> He's like, I have one. I have one. I have one more Terminator movie in me. I shit out bullets. <laughs> the very principles on which our country was founded. Now, I grew up in the ruins of a country that suffered the loss of its democracy. I was born in 1947 after the Second World War. Growing up, I was surrounded by broken men drinking away their guilt over their participation. No! God, I hate Twitter's video thing. I do. <laughs> I really do. This is on Twitter for anyone. It's on Arnold Schwarzenegger's page. It's real cool. It's real. It's real good. It's uh, easy to find. The most evil regime in history. Not all of them were rabid anti-Semites or Nazis. Many just went alone. Step by step. Step by step. Niagara Falls. <laughs> this thing is... This is sad. This video thing is sad. It's seven minutes long! Basically, the whole thing was like, this shouldn't have happened. Yeah, well, of course, it shouldn't have happened, but we have some people down the road. There you go. There were the people next door. Now, I've never shared this so publicly because it is a painful memory. But my father would come home drunk 
once or twice a week, and he would scream and hit us and scare my mother. I didn't hold him totally responsible because our neighbor was doing the same thing to his family, and so was the next neighbor over. I... That's sad. And we're just talking in between bufferings. Wow. Uh... I think we get the message though, don't we? Because I'm about to, I'm about to yeah. exit out of this. Well, I'm starting to get all emo here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not face, mom. Oh, there goes. They want physical pain from the shrapnel in the. Okay, yeah, we know. We know. Yeah, we know. It's now my internet connection's garbage again. That's not even. That's the friggin' modem now. All right, anyway. Dylan, come on, Dylan. <laughs> Come on, kill me! What are you waiting for? You son of a bitch. Let's, because of the buffering, let's just go with this real quick. Delightful. Really delightful. I'm the Glob Glob Gap. I love books. And this basement is a true <laughs> <laughs> and I thought the original song was bad. <laughs> it sounds all wrapped up and all that. Oh, God. I had to play that. Get us, get us into a better mood with this. Well, here's the thing that I found. I th you saw it. Bring Me the Horizons, Parasite Eve, was uh, 2020's mu mu music video of the year on a revolver. That makes me happy. <laughs> like that's, that's the one official song for ZSJL that I hope is done from someone. That'd be so great. But that's a little thing. Oh, God. You saw what happened with uh, Alexi Laiho of Children of Bodom, right? Yes. Dude. I don't know the details. What happened? Do you know? No, I only read like sentences, not like paragraphs. Yeah, I no, just knew that he died. It was like, did he did, did he like die in his sleep or something like that? It's either that or like, you know what happens to rock stars they usually OD. Yeah, dude, that was that's friggin' that was friggin' messed up. The only like. I didn't know about Children of Bodom until I think what, like 2009, 2010, when the PS4, PS3 came out and Dead Space was the yeah. shit. Like I know they've been they've been around a while. Like the only way I discovered them, someone actually did a AMV where it's like the final boss fight in Dead Space and Are You Dead Yet is playing in the background as replacement for the actual soundtrack, and that had me hooked right away. Like they, that was yeah. such a good ass song, dude. It's so weird how he just it just happened. Like I think it was COVID. I'm not sure. You, yeah, you never know. Well, nowadays these news reports say a person who gets shot is because of COVID. So you know. I I saw that when it was happening. <laughs> I'm like, damn, die of cancer, COVID. Oh my, oh god, it was like that was a meme for a second. Like, oh hey, yeah, yeah. you got your your. Oh yeah, I got shot in the head with a revolver. COVID. COVID. <laughs> COVID. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, that's fucked up. 
Oh, man. Well, the other thing that happened, uh, John Huber, known as uh, Luke Harper and Brody Lee, you know, he passed away before 2020 was up. Lung collapse. That's that's fucked up. Yeah. But I know AEW did it. They did. They've been doing better with John Huber's thing than uh, WWE did. But WWE can barely do anything because he's with AEW. Yeah, and ROH is doing stuff with his matches that he was in. And yeah. He got to fight Jerry Lynn, bro. Dude. Yeah, that, that's a... He had an extensive career. Like, he was great in AEW. Like, I loved his character there more uh, so than in WWE because he was just a side character who was crazy and all that. This, he was like a mastermind, a badass, you know? And plus, like, for a big guy like he was, he was agile. Oh, dude. When he faced Roman Reigns, like, that was one match I watched when I was, like, just scrolling through, like, while running. Because I run a lot. <laughs> I saw that match. The freaking... He was so fast for a big guy. I'm like, what? <laughs> and that's hard to do for a big guy in wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's usually, like, that kind of match where it's two big guys. It's usually, like, a bruiser match. And they're, you know, doing submission moves. They're throwing each other. This guy is doing all sorts of crazy shit. I'm like, wow. So, and they're doing a lot of stuff with his son. And his son, the video you sent me, uh, his son, negative one. He he's he's actually pretty amateur on the mic, but it was actually pretty good. He goes, "When I get older, I'll be bigger than you, and I'll beat the hell out of you." I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> and I, I find it adorable that like they're doing this for this kid. Yeah. All he knew was his father and wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That it's he's he has a he has a career, and if he follows through with it, you never know though, because like there are a lot of wrestlers that would be like top notch still if they just kept with it. Now they're just like bodybuilders, security guards. They're just normal lives. They just have extra money thanks to WWE it, and all the other places. Well, here's the thing: even if he doesn't want to do what they're like sign with AEW, he's got ROH, WWE. Possibly Japan wrestling. Yeah. Gotta see if uh, we're doing good right now. Looks like we're doing good. I think people are seeing it. All right. So yeah, it's so it's so weird. Like he was, you know, John Huber will be missed, especially with all the matches. Like, he had some great matches in AEW, better than WWE. And that's coming from like when he was like the Bludgeon Brothers. Like that was when he was like very oh, good too. I loved it when he was in the Bludgeon Brothers. Dude, that freaking when he power bombed. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the name escapes he me. Power bombed almost everybody in the no, WWE. Through through the stairs though, like he actually injured. Uh, who was it? The Xavier Woods when he power bombed him through the stairs. Oh. He legit like injured him. Like, he sold it very well, but then you find out, oh, yeah, uh, he busted his shoulder <laughs> going well, yeah, in. Yeah, that's what happens when you get into that zone. Oh, God. That was, like, that was, oof, that was the best bump there in the PG era. But now they're going TV-14, so I'm glad that that's going to be a thing. I think they should just go all the way. Yeah, back to, like, the ECW days where it's, like, TVMA. This is EC fucking Domino! <laughs> Exactly, like that's what it really needs to. They really need to go back to that. But you know, John Huber, he had a great life. You know, he's he will be missed a lot more now. I saw Kevin Nash talk shit about WWE's memorial to him. And they're like this: we have 
they're like, we, we're going to miss him a lot. And he's like, yeah, your sh- video's a little short. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I watched it, because I knew Xavier Woods and, like, Big E were, like, close to him. Yeah, the, he was on so a I lot of their... hit them really, really bad, so... Yeah, he was on a lot of their videos, like, just gaming with them. He was a big gamer. That was... That, that, that makes me happy. But, yeah, he will be missed. Man. That's... He will be missed, but he will be loved, as Terry Funk would say. Mm-hmm. Forever! <laughs> Forever! <laughs> oh, dude. Well, so we're in January and all that, right? I have one thing here. The Christmas miracle that is Joss Whedon losing work. <laughs> like, he had two shows, of course. The Nevers, it's going to be on HBO Max. Someone took over already. Uh, he had another one on uh, Freeform that he got kicked off of, and like he's losing work as it goes on. I'm like how that's that's very very karmic. It, it is so it's so karmic. I I love the fact that that's yeah, happening. You get what you fucking deserve. Yeah, you beat me to it. <laughs> I have it, but I am the Joker. I do it every Halloween, so fuck you. <laughs> it, it really is funny that this is happening thanks to Ray Fisher. And they're still trying to go after Ray Fisher. They're still smearing him. And he's just disproving them. He's doing all this he, stuff. He's doing what Hitler did when we were going to get him. He's going to kill himself. <laughs> Joss, Joss Whedon, yeah. <laughs> you the team going after him. <laughs> you know it's so funny. Like I, I got the review for Wonder Woman eighty four ready, but they had an actor in there uh, named Phil Atwell, and someone said, "Hey, did anyone catch that Joss Whedon cameo? They made Phil Atwell, who plays this scummy guy in Wonder Woman eighty four. Like he actually tries to like assault one of the characters. He looked just like Joss Whedon, but with hair. I was like, oh." <laughs> Was like they CGI'd somebody else's face, and it was actually Joss Whedon doing that to that, the people. That would be oh, that would be hilarious because he gets his and his, and, and you know he gets his own in the movie. But oh god, <laughs> oh when I saw that he was losing work, I'm like oh finally he's actually getting screwed over here. Thank God after everyone that he screwed over and treated like shit, you know, they're well, justice. Not- it's not justice, it's chaos creating justice. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now, like, like I think what Ray Fisher had said, like, you know, Joss Whedon's out. Jeff Johns is on his way. There was an article that came out where it's like, oh, yeah, no, Joss Whedon is still working with Warner Media and all that. And it's like, you know the difference between on his way and is out. What are you doing? Somebody should make a meme of Deadshot with, like, Josh Whedon's name crossed out and somebody else's name right under it, ready to be crossed out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what someone did uh, with uh, Zack Snyder's uh, picture that he put up? He put up one that, it was an alternate, I think you, I sent it to you, it's an alternate uh, take of Wonder Woman where she was in the Crimean War. She has, like, a bunch of heads. Someone superimposed the heads of, like, Joss Whedon, Jeff Johns, John Bird, onto the heads of the people that she beheaded. <laughs> I was like, oh, I that's... I think you did send me that. I don't know. I sent you, like, the original. I'm going to I'm gonna pull up the uh, 
one that's on there. Uh, this was from, I think, was it DC Olympus? He put it on there, and I was like, oh, God, that's hilarious. I'm going to pull it up, but I'm looking for the other thing. You saw the KFCs doing a console? Yes. <laughs> I'm if looking... do video games for the Xbox 360, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I saw another one. They have a PS5 from Starbucks. Which one are you going to get? The KFC or the Starbucks? I don't know. I don't think I would pay for these things. <laughs> this one looks so silly. Hold on, I'm going to pull it up. As I'm looking for the other thing, too. Ah, here it is. All right, let me get this. I'm going to put it on our page, too, on uh, the Facebook page. Here we go. The book of the face? Yes. So the Necronomicon. <laughs> Bruh, the one-on-one PS5 Starbucks edition, though? Animex coffee? <laughs> what? I feel like that's. that's I feel like it's bullshit. <laughs> you look it at it's too techy for like a system that somebody could win. Hell no, that's like giving somebody a flying DeLorean for free. <laughs> right. All right. Here's the pick. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna send it to you. Hold on. I gotta do all this screenshotty shit. I'm gonna send it to you, and then actually share it on here. It is hilarious. You gotta do that. I fucking love screenshotting! Alright, here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna screenshot everything! Here, so I can do that and go here. It should show up. Come on. <laughs> Gotta refresh. There we go. Gotta refresh everything. But... Bombs or a message. <laughs> Everyone's talking about that new Ninja Turtles comic book too. The Last Ronin. Yeah, the Last Ronin. It looks good. Like they're like, why? Why would they do this? It's an Elseworlds story. You freaking know. Right. <laughs> well, you think you really think Michelangelo would let his brothers die at the hands of the Shredder's grandson? Come on now. Well, <laughs> uh, if he had a good amount of pizza for the rest of his life, maybe. <laughs> Alright, go here. But that's a darker story for another time. I know how to do this. Oh booty, that's that's garbage. Booty. I'll just I'll just pull Bootios. it up on here. Bootios. Here we go. I'm just gonna pull it up on here. See if it'll go through. Ah, there we go. I don't think I, anyone can see it. I'm just gonna put it on the page, screw it. Yeah. Yeah, it basically it's you know, during the Crimean War, there's it's so freaking great the picture. I want to actually print it out and frame it. Also, like they got a samurai here, they got a Native American, they got two Sikhs helping out a Scotsman, an African tribesman, along with Wonder Woman during the Crimean War. That's that's some League of Extraordinary Gentlemen yeah. shit right there. <laughs> I saw it and it's good, but I think they need to edit the heads a little bit more to make so it looks like it's actually in the photo. <laughs> yeah. To make them fit. And, you know, that, that that picture got so much scrutiny already. Like, I was just like, it's it's an Elseworlds thing. Even he said it. <laughs> Zach said it's an Elseworlds thing. It doesn't contradict shit. Right? Yeah. They're like this, Wonder Woman doesn't behead people. That's not possible. 
Um, she beheads Ares in the most recent ca- the cartoon. You idiots. Fucking <laughs> Karens. <laughs> and it, it is Karens. I'm like, the silence. This is real. <laughs> like, and we're gonna see her behead Steppenwolf always. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so gonna rewind that every time. Like, this is what should have happened. <laughs> and that's why you ruin your Blu-ray of the movie. Oh, who says it's gonna be on the Blu-ray? It might be on the uh, usual. What the hell? Uh, the usual uh, HBO Max. but then you're going to get it on Blu-ray with the steel cover and you're going to watch it and then you're going to rewind it over and over and over and over until there's like a whole divot in the deep Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding this face as you're saying this like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they already talked about it's going to be coming out on 4K, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to spend 30 bucks. And if it's on a steelbook, you know that thirty bucks is well spent. And I'm still gonna like I might just buy Justice League just to like open the window and just throw that fucker out. <laughs> no, I would stand in the middle of the road and yeet it all the way try to yeet it all the way to the like main street so it gets run over. <laughs> That's like a frisbee or the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh man, it, I, that's like, oh, I told you by like that feeling of bamboozlement is gonna end in March. I can't wait. So, oh, dude, okay, can I spoil the Mandalorian season two for you? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honor. <laughs> Fine, I'm still talking about it. <laughs> Well, okay. So, like, the whole whole first two seasons, basically, The Mandalorian is about this one Mandalorian who is a bounty hunter and all that. And the one bounty he gets is this... He has to kill this baby. And you find out the baby's 50 years old. He's the same species as Yoda. Everyone called him Baby Yoda. His name is Grogu. We find that out in season two. No baby Yoda to me, so <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what my sister said. <laughs> she said that shit to me. I'm like, it's Grogu. <laughs> and you find out Grogu has had multiple masters like he's still being trained you know he just like he survived Order 66 you know the whole Jedi burning all that stuff and the whole thing like they go to this place they go to one of the places from Clone Wars where he's contacting other Jedi Boba Fett helps the Mandalorian he's fucking up everyone Grogu gets kidnapped and the whole thing is he's setting up a plan to uh get Grogu back, the Mandalorian. Last episode, they get on the ship. The The Mandalorian himself ends up being leader of Mandalore because he beats Moff Gideon, who's like the main bad guy in the, these last two seasons, beats him in combat and takes the Darksaber from him. And that pissed off uh, Bo-Katan Kreese from Clone Wars. Like, she's in this too. I was like, oh shit. And they had dark troopers in this, and I still want to get the dark troopers, like, if it comes out as a black series. And they're like, oh, shit, we're going to die here. And I'm like, wait, you have a dark saber. You can cut these guys down at least before they kill you. An X-Wing comes in, and like, oh, it's just one X-Wing. Luke Skywalker. 
I'm so glad I spaced out that I didn't hear any of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, the best thing about it was... All I heard was Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker shows up and saves them. Like, I was in shock. My dad was in shock. I was just like, this is great. Like, we get to see Luke fight droids like his father fought droids. And there's actually a scene in there that's like Rogue One, where he's in the hallway. He's got the lightsaber. The dark troopers are like, oh, shit. And he, yeah, he, yeah, he wrecks them. Like, one of them actually tries to lunge at him. He uses the force and just crumples him. <laughs> and I made a meme out there like, holy shit, you fucking killed that guy. <laughs> Oh my god, you killed Kenny. Like, it was so so good, and now, like, a lot of people are actually wondering, like, is Grogu alive during the the events of the new trilogy? And this actually helped the new trilogy a lot. Like, we see hints of, like, oh yeah, they were cloning, you know, they were cloning the Emperor and creating Snoke with this stuff. That's why they want Grogu, they want his blood to synthesize it and create a Force-sensitive new Emperor. And they, they bring up... Synthesize it? Sympathize. Sim- what did you say? Sympathize? <laughs> they yeah, sympathize. Sympathize. Let me sympathize you, girl. They, they, they want to make, like, a new type of blood for him so he becomes Force-sensitive. Like, that was, like... There was a lot of stuff in there. Operation Cinder they brought up from uh, Battlefront 2, where basically the Empire was destroying their own planets and taking all their stuff from them. And... It's setting up for, like, a lot of stuff to happen. Like, there's a lot of stuff I would love for them to do. And I got a wish list, basically. Like, season three, like, I got two things. Like, either do a time jump where it's Grogu looking for Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. Or, the Mandalorian season three, we find out Dirge from Clone Wars is still alive. And he's hunting down Mandalorians. And... Have Din Djarin fight Dirge. Like, throughout the whole thing, like, it's like Nemesis. <laughs> just, have, just have it where he's just showing up, like, I'm here to kill you. And it's played by Hafthor Bjornsson from uh, Game of Thrones. So you got Pedro Pascal here, Hafthor Bjornsson here, rematch. <laughs> like, that would be friggin' slick. Like, I would love a time jump where Grogu's, like, a little kid, basically. Like, he's still a little kid in this, but have, like, Jacob Tremblay voicing him. And he's trying to avoid the First Order and all that. You see, like, Bill Burr's character get killed by First Order troopers. See Cara Dune get killed by the Knights of Ren. But what if Roku went in time or whatever and trained with Yoda? That was the thing. Like, he, they, they actually alluded to that Yoda actually trained him a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's... Okay. Yeah, they, they, it, was, it was very good. Like, they even had Ahsoka Tano in there. I think I showed you the picture. Then we put it on our page. Uh, Rosario Dawson was perfect for this role. People were like, why isn't her horns longer? She's an adult. Uh, Stunts, dummy. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, the Ahsoka, she was like uh, like Master Shock T, basically. She was from the same race. Oh, I was thinking of those uh, uh, things that come from the side, those little floppy thingies. Or whatever they are. Oh, like Tian? like the bull, yeah. the bull thing. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like a headdress that's actually a horn, basically. I forget what it's called. People, there, people know what it's actually called because of the visual dictionaries. 
It's probably called like. Like I could probably look it up for like next episode, but also with this, we got a post credit scene with Boba Fett, Jabba's palace. We find out that Bib Fortuna, the uh, Twi'lek Domo for Jabba, Jabba the Hutt, like he's all fat and shit. He's sitting on Jabba's throne, like hey, gallstones, turkey, <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> like he's super, like he's super fat. He got like a triple chin and shit. He's just your, he's just your <laughs> <laughs> Like he, he had like a triple chin and shit. And the character that's with him is uh, played by Ming Na Wen. I already forgot. Fennec Shand is her character's name. And Fennec basically kills all his guards and frees his slave girl. Then Boba Fett just walks down the stairs like, sub bitch. <laughs> and yeah, I killed him. Yeah. What up? And Bib Fortuna's like this, Boba, you're alive! After all this time, I thought you were dead! Just looks at him, blasts him. <laughs> he goes, get the fuck off my throne, basically. And just sits there like, I'm the I'm the kingpin now. <laughs> I'm the badass now. It was good, like, and they announced the book of Boba Fett. Really? And that is going to be a show that comes out this year, December. And the coolest thing that I hope they have, they had they they had a Wookiee character in the comic books who I hope they bring into this, like in the canon comic books, named uh, what the heck is his name? I had it, Black Kersantan. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> they call him BK or Santi. Burger he... King. They call him Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> like he was, he's a, he's a Wookiee bounty hunter. He's bigger than Chewbacca. He actually fought Chewbacca in the comic books, and he beat Chewbacca's ass. No one's bigger than Chewie. <laughs> he, he beat the shit out of Chewbacca to get no. to Luke Skywalker. No. But the person that saved them was C-3PO. <laughs> yeah, I could just do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. C-3PO. Oh, he, he legit tried to tear C-3PO apart, and C-3PO tased his ass. <laughs> We see Chewie rip off C-3PO's like arms and all that stuff. Well, no, he was assembling them in Empire. I remember that. That was the coolest it's scene too. I thought I saw Chewie ripping off. It was probably an evil droid. No, it, no, yeah, it was an evil droid. I think what was it? He was fighting. He fought one of the one of Jabba's slave droids. I want to say. The one scene they should have kept in Force Awakens was the one where he tore off Unkar Plot's arm. That was freaking great. We don't, we don't speak of the Force Awakens. I love we not speak of that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> As you say that in your new microphone. <laughs> I like that one. But, and that's one thing, like, I hope they bring Black Kersantan in it. Like, I wonder what they're gonna do. Like, maybe they'll have it where he's like, Maybe it's like he's a kingpin. He's actually going after all these targets that he forgot to get or didn't get because he was stuck in a Sarlacc pit. Like, I would love to see uh, the actor who played Chewbacca in the sequel series play Black Kersantan. Just, you know, make him taller and shit. I was going to say, you can't do that. The guy's dead. No, no, the new one, not not Peter yeah, Mayhew. That's what I, was, I was about to say that until he said from the sequels. Well, that's the thing. Peter Mayhew actually did play Chewie in a couple of scenes. Like, not the action scenes, because... Not the action scenes, because, you know, his knees were killing him. Like, I even knew that. Dude, if you're seven foot tall, your knees are going first. Yeah. 
Like it was, it was very, it was. I I can't wait for this. Like I think this is the way. This really is the way. This is the way for Star this Wars to go. <laughs> this is the way for Star Wars to go with like going through series. Like this is what Lucas actually wanted to do. He wanted to do a, a Underworld one. I saw the scenes for it. Like it was like a little pilot that they did. It looks so goofy. I'm so glad they got like jo- uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni working on all this well, stuff. Is Jar Jar Binks gonna be the hero of the movie or something? No, the shows, the show that they had, it was like, it's they had one. It was set like in Coruscant, and like it's a rebellion in Coruscant. Like there's like mm. whispers and all that. Coruscant. And hmm. Coruscant. 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 <laughs> yeah, where the where the emperor used to be. <laughs> I guess I got a croissant on my mind or something. <laughs> I would like a cronut. <laughs> I would like a croissant. <laughs> a croissant. <laughs> but like the whole thing was like, like it was like they were doing some sneaky shit. These rebels and all that on like the lower, lower levels, and the stormtroopers are there and they're shooting at each other. Both sides missing on purpose, I think. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> Why is this here? I was like, oh, I'm so glad someone else took over this shit. Because <laughs> we got, like, so many other shows coming out, like, in the Star Wars universe. Ahsoka. They're doing an Ahsoka Tano show. Um, What else? Uh, the Republic, I think, with Rangers of the Republic. It's it's looking good. Like, I think this, this is the way for Star Wars to go. Enough of the trilogy shit. Go High Republic with it. Like, I, I saw the High Republic stuff. Holy shit, it looks good. I saw the High Republic shit too, man. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> well, alright, alright, alright. Oh, God. Oh, Jante just did the thing. My cousin, he's watching it right now. Hi, Jante. Let's see, Hola. I'm gonna... Go ahead, Stas. Well, I, I think we're going to start talking about the reviews. You know, Wonder Woman 84. I'm going to start that one first. Let me find my review. I'm just going to read it. And then we're going to talk. Let's see. I put it on Vero. Vero Social. You can follow me on there. Go to my profile. There we go. Let's see. Ah, here we go. <clears throat> Wonder Woman 84. Wonder Woman 84 was good, but it could be better. That being said, I did enjoy this as I watched it on Christmas. It does have some glaring issues. You can te- you can tell who wrote it. That's one of them. Uh, wrote pieces of it. Diana running in certain scenes seems stiffer than Wonder Woman 2017. And uh, those are like basically the main issues. Like it does feel jarring at times. Uh, the one thing that I would love to say is issues aside, Gal Gadot has really shown how she how much she has grown. As an actress, when it comes to this, uh, given the you know she gives the audience a an amazing performance by showing Diana's more vulnerable side, and contrary to certain viewer viewers saying that it's trying to wipe away Batman v Superman, it actually keeps it intact with what she says how she walked away from humanity because she's basically a legend. You know she's basically a legend like she turns off cameras she's doing all this stuff she's stopping certain tragedies from happening like car accidents bank robberies all that stuff stuff that a civilian would do so you know it's more on the diana prince instead of wonder woman like first one she was wonder woman second one she's diana prince as wonder woman 
Now, they kept the line intact. They kept that line intact in BVS with this movie. Uh, let's see. I was also the one thing that got me when they were casting was like Kristen Wiig as Cheetah slash Barbara Minerva. That had me like, oh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't trust it. But then like, you, she, she did decent. Yeah. For yeah, she she did very well as Cheetah, and that actually got me like, okay, I want to see her do more serious stuff like this. Like she was very good. I hope she reprises the role of Barbara Minerva. Maybe she, you know, the stone comes back after Maxwell Lord. You know, spoiler: Maxwell Lord revokes his wish, and she you know makes the wish where she stays as Cheetah. But uh, on the thing of Maxwell Lord, Pedro Pascal played it very well. Like he played a broken person who wants more he is greedy and because he oh yeah yeah. uh well he is greedy in the fact that he has never had anything in his life he's always had secondhand shoes people made fun of what he ate he had a piss-stained bed his father was abusive to him he was he basically was turned into this greedy monster and because of the stone that amplified it and took away more of his humanity even when it came to his son and I like the fact that they didn't go the route of, like, Wonder Woman has to kill him, to he realizes what he's become, and he wants to save his son from the same fate that he has suffered. So he redeems himself. Like, I loved it, and, you know, it's already going to get a, it's already gonna get Wonder Woman 3. I loved the Linda Carter cameo. That was fucking great. And, you know, that, that surprised my dad, like, nonstop. He's like, oh, shit, Linda Carter! You know, he grew up with Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Like, he was, I think, he was a teenager back then when that Wonder Woman was out. You know, it was enjoyable. You know, it's a thorough B plus tier movie. I give it an eight point five out of ten. Hey, hey, for Wonder Woman coming back this and like waiting for this long to come back with like good movies and all that yeah. for Wonder Woman and for little girls to look up to, other than Miley Cyrus and all these dumb celebrities who are like thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm proud. Of this Wonder Woman movie because it shows like you don't have to be like everybody else. You can be yourself because inside everyone that we have our own powers in a way. Yeah, that's that's one thing I loved about this. Like Captain Marvel tried to do that, it just felt like in your face. Like here, here's yeah, what has to be done. Like this, it was very yeah. subtle. And 2017's one was very subtle. Like mm-hmm. they were they worried about the story first. And, like, I liked this one. Like, I could tell, like, ah, I know where Jeff Johns wrote. <laughs> and, like, ah, she should be running like this, not, ah. Like, that that was the only things I had. I'm like, eh. <laughs> but well, I loved that, it. Like, I know the actress who played Wonder Woman is probably married and has a family of her own. But if she was single, give me a shot, girl. I'll, I will make you smile every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically what a lot of people are like oh my god like there's a lot of people simping for Gal Gadot and I well, because of Wonder Woman she's actually a good looking person yeah you know? and, and and that's one thing I love I love about this like Zack Snyder was on the money for casting her as Wonder mm-hmm. Woman in BVS and we get to see her fly and people are like that's not flying that's falling with style shut up fucking Pixar <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shut up! Don't put that out there. <laughs> She's actually fine, and they have the invisible jet. The invisible jet. I'm like, ah. I'm like, then I've watched. I'm like, 
that's actually pretty cool. Like how they did it. Like she actually knows the magic and all yeah, that. That was pretty awesome. Like yeah. Flying through the fireworks and shit. Yeah, that was sorry, pretty cool. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. I'm so sorry, America. And the good thing about this being on HBO Max was, you know, it actually, like, it got so many viewers. Like, it, I think what, like, damn near the whole database for HBO Max watched Woman, Wonder Woman 86. And some people were like, what the fuck was this? You know, they were like that. Some people were like, oh, that was actually pretty good. You know, it was, that's how you're supposed to watch a movie. Don't look at Rotten Tomatoes because it's like, I think, what, 59% rotten. Don't watch, don't look at them. Like yeah, It's called Rotten Tomatoes for a reason. Yeah. And that's one thing that got me with that. I was just like, I looked at that the rating for Hook. It's like sixty nine percent rotten, and I'm like, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah, like, <laughs> honestly, Rotten Tomatoes. You should change your name to Shit in a Bag because <laughs> you're all shit and you don't know what good movies are. <laughs> this is the Coloscopy Bag website right here. <laughs> oh God. So yeah, Wonder Woman three is already greenlit. Like they they're streamlining for a third one. And I hope they actually do go with a more modern thing. I would like to see it go in the future. Not- Honestly, I just don't. I really hope they don't do what they did with Iron Man and Superman. Yeah, like, you know what I'm getting at. I would love them to go like someone said it best. Like they should go like God of War with it. Like not, not like super no. violent and all that. Like. The aesthetic of God of War, and actually have it where it's Zach's stunt team, where they can actually do some crazy shit. I and, I understand that action, awesome, cool, awesome, but if you read the comics of Wonder Woman, there's not that much action. It's nah. more about like the power of like a strong woman in America, and also like the most recent ones, like she's been fighting Greek monsters, like Medusa and all that. Well, that's going to her origin stories. So. Yeah. Well, I think what didn't it? I don't want. I want to. I don't want to be too far off where it's, it's like more like a. I want to say it happens like in the midst of all that. I'm not sure though. I gotta catch up on Wonder Woman actually, comic book wise. Like the last thing I wa- read was like Justice League when they're fighting Prometheus. I think. That was like one villain I hope they bring into their Prometheus was a bad. Spoiler: Prometheus dies. No, he gets arrested by the Flash. <laughs> but in a... hero's terms, he dies that way. He's a bad guy. Prometheus was so good. Like that was like that was anti-Batman right there. Oh man, let's see. Oh, this was funny. I gotta bring this up. This Hector Navarro. Uh, Hector Navarro. Oh god, this fucking moron. I think from this point on, his name is Hector Payaso. He decided he was going to, you know, complain about there being multiple Batman in the DC universe. And it's like, you're a little too late for that, dude. Like, there's Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Ben Affleck, Christian Bale. It's different actors. And plus, there's different universes into this DC universe in itself, so there's multiple Batmans, multiple Spider-Mans, multiple Supermans, multiple everybody's. Yeah, I'm gonna read some of his tweets. Like I, I was, I almost freaking had an embolism last night because I was so angry at them. <laughs> so I like saved a few, but basically he wants it to be like Iron Man, where it's like one actor, that's it. 
So I'm not shut the fuck up. You're done. Exactly. Exactly. He said this. I don't want various versions of the character in movies at the same time. I want the studio to make an honest, hundred percent, all-in attempt at bringing the comic book character to life on screen. I want them to. I can't believe I'm saying this. Treat him like Iron Man. Iron Man Tony Stark. Instead, this feels like they're treating this character like a classic, iconic film character. You know who's been in live-action movies since 1966 and blockbusters since 1989. I get that, but that's not who he is to me. He's he's Batman, the classic, iconic DC character. (laughs) You're hitting yourself with a bottle! (laughs) Let's see, I'm trying to find the thing. All right. He said, it feels like they're giving themselves an out. Ben Affleck version didn't hit with most audience? Fine, we got a reboot coming. People want a Nightwing movie, but we don't have a franchise that could support that. Fine, we'll cast a new actor to play a new Bruce for it. I just want them to commit to the DC universe. I swear to God, it's a good universe. You can go to such cool storylines and concepts with a living, breathing DC universe, and even more Bat Family spinoffs from that. I promise, but you have to make a plan and commit. They did have a plan. You fucking questioned it the whole fucking time, Hector. Shut up, you pussy-ass motherfucker who <laughs> doesn't know anything from left from right. <laughs> Alright, I'm finish off here. He goes this, This character is not James Bond, who you can just recast every few years and ignore all the previous versions of the character. James Bond doesn't even work like that anymore. He has a backstory now, and movies that lean into serialized story- stereo- storytelling. Yay, season two! <laughs> <laughs> And although the Michael Keaton multiverse thing seems really fun for a Flash movie, it also seems really fanservice-y for me. I don't know how creating the best possible story for the character of Barry Allen led to them going, Damn it, we need the Tim Burton Batman for this. Oh, I don't know, maybe because he goes into another universe. Maybe if you actually watch the Ezra Miller storylines, he talks about speedsters being the ones that connect universes. I understand, but listen, I'm going to say this and then say it all. Go drink yourself in a coma or something. <laughs> and never speak again. God, Remember, I... God loves you, but I fucking hate you. <laughs> I need to get that shirt, too. <laughs> Jesus loves you. I don't. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> God, I, I hate Hector Navarro so much because he's one of the ones who actually just goes after different directors like Zack Snyder and all that and questions every creative decision like dude you're a fucking commentator shut up like seriously how many dildos does he have up his ass I don't know I I don't know but you know when I saw that thing I was like this is there anyone that can like you know do something for you so you can shut the fuck up about Batman (laughs) yeah putting a metal bat to his skull bitches Hector do you have them Like, that's, it's so asinine when they do that. Like, they don't speak for us. Like, we want Ben Affleck. We want Michael Keaton. We want Robert Pattinson. Like, we want good movies. Yeah. Like, we're getting a Batman movie that's rated R with Robert Pattinson. Make it rated R, you fucks. Batman got a rated R movie. Yes. Like, he's going to be bludgeoning people and all that. He gets shot in the head at points. Yeah, so the Joker and he came back alive. Like that's they... oh, oh, no, I hold on, I gotta do one thing. I'm seeing we got comments, but it's not showing up. 
<laughs> yeah, let me do this real quick. Hold on, everyone. I'm making this public so we can see it. <laughs> Save. All right, there we go. We'll start seeing comments soon. There we go. Okay, there we go. Ting. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's it's so silly how Hector did actually thought he did something. And then he started going like, you don't want this, you don't want that. I don't want you to talk. Like, you, you're done. You're on El Rey Network that's no longer on DirecTV, Comcast, or even WOW. You're wow sequ- doesn't even want you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're sequestered to something else, Hector. Look at me, Hector. <laughs> you open my eyes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Look at you me. That's your right. <laughs> like, it's so funny, like, that they that he thinks he talks for us. Like, he's one of them that, talk, that thinks that he talks for us. He works for the Nerdist. No one has even heard of the Nerdist in a while. No. Ever since Chris Hardwick left because he got canceled. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I saw, like, one of our friends, uh, was it, Samantha, she shared something from the Nerdist about, uh, what is it, uh, one of the things that we talked about, and I said, you need to watch the S-tier podcast, we talked about this when it happened. <laughs> yes, we speak the truth, we truthers in here. <laughs> like, that's the, that's the funniest thing about, like, dude, like, he's, that was one person I'm like, oh, you idiot. I know. See what this guy's doing? He's brainwashing people to become morons. Oh, no, a lot of people are like... Some people were actually... There was a little pushback on his thing. Like There were people like, oh, yes, I agree. Like, do you? <laughs> Would you agree if he gave you a pile of shit that's painted gold with fake jewels in it and say it's gold? <laughs> like, there was one person. Uh, who was it? Jimmy Folino. He's another, like, comic book commentator or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh... He put on there, we can all agree that Jesse Eisenberg was a terrible Lex Luthor, right? And I put on there, this you, you said you liked him. But you prefer an older Lex Luthor. That's what you call a two-faced son of a bitch. I, I put on there, clout is worse than crack. Get help. <laughs> Walter Gorman would say, stop it. Get, Get some, some help. help. <laughs> Man, it's... It's funny, like, just troll these guys. Like, he actually likes something that another comic book writer wrote about Wonder Woman. And it's like, dude, you're no longer relevant. Your show on DC got canceled. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Stop complaining that you don't have money anymore because you fucked up. Yeah. Maybe you should have been actually more on board with what they were doing and shut your mouth before that. Yeah. All right, so I see some comments. Of course, yes. All right. We got some comments going. All right, they're just saying hi to each other right now. <laughs> all right, so now we are get we're get we're rounding up and all that. I'm so glad. Yay, we're actually doing pretty good, and we've had no problems. I just hope my voice doesn't sound like shit. No, it's pretty good. And thank God for Rock Space, best investment we ever made. And thank God for Morgan Freeman. <laughs> all right, so. Cyberpunk 2077. Dude, I fucking love this game. Like, I beat it twice already. So I'm gonna... On the the hardest levels? Yes. Adam Smasher is... There's no cheats in there. What's what's the cheats? Getting better implants? (laughs) No. Glitches. Like, unlimited money. Like, the thing showed you. Okay, I had to do the unlimited money thing, though, because I needed better (laughs) implants. (laughs) 
right, I'm going to read the review real quick. I said this. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, is a fun, surprising, beautiful mess of a game. I've played this pre-patch and pre-hotfix. You know, they already got two hotfixes already done. I think the patch is coming out later on this month. Uh, I still enjoyed it on the Xbox One X. That's one of the consoles they said, oh, it's unplayable. I beat it twice. It smelled like bitch in here. <laughs> like, I felt the elements from, like, Akira, Elysium, Blade Runner, Johnny Mnemonic. There's a little bit of fifth element in there with the apartment complexes and the AVs. Uh, and a few other things. I, I want to say, uh, what's another one? Um, damn, there was another one that I had that I thought of movie-wise. I'll figure it out. That, that one, never mind. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 really does live up to its name. The customization of V is quite impeccable, especially with, you know, the genitalia thing. <laughs> you know, Was that your favorite part? You know, I, I, I shocked the hell out of my mom when I said this. I said, I said this game is so diverse and all that, I'm going to live out my dream and have the biggest dick ever. <laughs> she was like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> She was like, if you create a female character, do you? Yes. 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 No, you yes. don't. No, I understand yes. what I'm saying. <laughs> you let me say this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> My mother's a saint that hurt. <laughs> if there's any people who have virgin ears, cover them now. So if you create a female. Ver- character right mm-hmm. <laughs> do you get a floppy jj or a tight jj oh no you can't do that <laughs> not yet <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that not yet uh i saw some people like complain like oh why can't you get a haircut i don't know maybe because your character is like terminally ill <laughs> <laughs> well anyway back to the thing um it's quite a, the customization of v is quite impeccable at the beginning and i hope for more branching origin stories. Like, there was some... Like, you get three main ones. Uh, you know, uh, Nomad, Merch... Uh, Mer- mercenary, Merchant. <laughs> uh, and uh, Corpo. I went with the Corpo route because I liked the whole, like, downfall and rise up. I love that. I love that kind of idea. And, uh, you know, Keanu Reeves as Johnny Silverhand was fucking great. He's an asshole. Like, Johnny Silverhand's an asshole. Like, I'm, I'm not stopping that. I'm not stopping that. And, uh, yeah, thanks for the notification there. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, you know, you when you play as him, like, you play as him, like, twice to, you know, see his memories, you feel like John Wick. Oh, speaking of that, I just saw the first John Wick movie for the first time ever. What? I haven't gotten to them yet. Oh, you got to watch all three all together because it's like I know I'm about to watch like one week. One tonight. It's like all one in one week. Well, anyway, you, you feel like you feel like John Wick in this. You feel like an unstoppable killer when you're fighting Arasaka. His hand cannon blowing chunks out of people, knocking people's arms off, blowing heads off. I was doing all that, and the music for it is amazing. Better than Doom Eternal. Oh, dude, it's synthetic as hell. Like you, I think what did, I, did you play the uh, look at the video I sent? Like I, I put it on our on the page, you know Johnny Silverhand's theme, Rebel Choice, or whatever. Uh, Rebel's Path. It is 
oh the cello in it is like perfect like he you feel like john wick when you play as keanu reeves johnny silverhand you know it's very good fuck up samurai you got a city to burn and i and i got the arm too (laughs) and you know all right so let's get back to this i'm hoping that they come out with dlc i heard they're already coming out with free dlc cd project red is great when it comes to that you know they're great at doing free dlc free expansions you know, there's so much they could do with this. You know, I recommend it once everything is patched over and smoothed over. No crashes, no T poses, none of that stuff. You know, in the end, though, Cyberpunk 2077 is a solid 9 out of 10, A tier. Not S tier yet, but A tier. And there have been so much, so much controversy about this. Like, people were getting mad that... You know, you weren't able to customize this, customize that. It's like, dude, the character has another person in him, in him or her. Like, it's two personalities fighting for each other. The, per- the second personality is winning because of nanites. It's like some altered carbon shit when it comes to this. <laughs> you- you're really worried about, you know, sleeping in the character's apartment and shaving his head or beard? <laughs> if you want to do that, just do it in real life. Yeah. Play Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. You you got you got days before Arthur Morgan dies. You got a story to do. You got a lot of story missions to do before he dies of tuberculosis. <laughs> you know when he when he gets diagnosed with tuberculosis, you know I legit shaved Arthur Morgan's head off. Like I shaved it shaved all the hair off, gave him a big ass beard, he looked like made him look like Walter White. <laughs> I am the one who knocks. And I killed so many people with that look, <laughs> but like Cyberpunk, it does it you know, it does deserve some of the criticism. Like it it they could have waited a little longer, but I understand why they didn't because you had like assholes going like, "Where's the game? You shouldn't be doing this. That's not well, possible." Not even that because it was COVID thing hitting us. Yeah, they wanted to make sure that it got out, and they were yeah. you know it went gold, and you know they're all they're getting sued by their investors. They're, like they're getting sued by their investors, and it's like, dude, you guys do know that one of the like one of their people wanted it out now, right? Like all the fans wanted it out. They were waiting for this, but you know, it, it is what it is. Like I got mad about it. I'm like, oh fuck off! If you're gonna sue anyone, sue Bethesda, sue EA, sue all these people that made shitty games. Also, Activision, come on now. I'm not even gonna get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to Jante about that. Like, apparently, uh, when you're playing Call of Duty Cold War, it bricks the console. <laughs> it doesn't really break it. It just shuts it down. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, that's what I mean. Brick. B-R-I-C-K. Like, basically, it's just oh. paperweight. <laughs> like, Anthem did it, and it damaged PS4s. Like, it legit, like, you had to get, like, new innards for your PS4. Where was the lawsuit then for Bioware? For EA. You're getting mad because the game has bugs. Every game has bugs. I've, I played through Fallout 4. Have you 4. ever played WWE games? Oh, oh 2K20. 2K19 was the worst. Like, like, this game is playable. Like, everyone always, you know, getting mad. And they're like, oh, they lied. There were supposed to be more pedestrians. I'm like, well, there's probably more pedestrians in Grand Theft Auto V if it's on the PC. <laughs> That's another thing I don't get. Why are they remaking it for the PS5 and the new Xbox? 
I don't know, I guess to get more money to fund Grand Theft Auto 6. <laughs> they have enough money as it is. They could just make it. Like, I know for a fact we got screwed out of a bully sequel because they had to do Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of glad, even though that was my game back then. Yeah. Like, Red Dead Redemption is like one of the best it's western a, games out there. Yeah, it is a great western game. Gun walked for so Red Red Dead Redemption two and one could run. <clears throat> oh man, it's it, it's so silly with this controversy with uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's like, dude, there's a lot of games that are buggy. Y'all are mad at this one because you hyped it up so much. I mean, like, do you really? I understand why people are saying that because look how long it took to make Kingdom yeah. Hearts three. Yeah, like five years. Yeah, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. It took, I think, what they were in. It was in development like two thousand nine. Yeah, and it came out in like two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen. But here's the thing: I'm kind of glad they did that. Yeah, because if they didn't, there would be so many glitches in those games. Oh yeah. Oh, there's still glitches in them. <laughs> yeah, especially but, the live parts, the online parts. Yeah. Online, you can't really fix anything because it's fucking online. Yeah. It's 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 so silly how they basically treated this game. They're treating this game like it's like No Man's Sky. I'm like, you're able to do so much stuff compared to No Man's Sky. And No Man's Sky isn't even like what it was when it came out. There's so much stuff to do in that. I was more of like the thief kind of game. Yeah. That game was fun. I love I love that they're doing more with it, you know, Square Enix. Like I think I have it on the Xbox One. I'll probably pop it in. Man, it's so it's it's so silly. I could talk about the cyberpunk things for so much longer, but you know we got some more stuff. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. He is still mad that they're trying to put Dune on HBO Max as well as theaters. There's nothing to be mad about. That's just getting more money. He don't know that. It, like he he wants people to go to the theater in the midst of this to go experience it. I'm like, I got a 65 inch over here. Like, mm-hmm. like, why risk your health when you can watch it right in your front room? Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing that got me. I'm like, ugh. Like, I basically put it on here. Like, they're, they're talking it out. He still wants it exclusively in theaters. And Legendary, the company that produced it, they, they're backing him on this. And I think Warner Media is going to be like, no, it's going on both. You're, you're not going to do say, that. I say they do it stream, like, for people who want to stay inside. But when it comes to like summer or spring, do it in the drive-thru. Yeah. Uh, drive-in. Drive-in? Yeah, drive-in. Drive-in? It'd be drive-in. perfect in a drive-in, especially in the summer. It's a freaking, it's set in a desert. <laughs> like, I put it on this. I put, I put this here. I put this here on it earlier, I think, like, earlier this week. I said, we live in an age where the TVs aren't boxes anymore. Surround sound is actually much more available. It's accessible a lot more now. It was going to feel theatrical in my office because I'm getting a sound bar for that. So my games and movies could sound good. I want Zack Snyder just to sound amazing. You know, I have a 65-inch in my office. A flat screen. HD. 4K. Hate to flex like that, but still. <laughs> what the I'm fuck, Denny? I legit yelled, what the fuck? Fuck, Denny. Like, you want it to still be in theaters? Dude. What? <laughs> Why? 
I say drive-in instead of theaters. Yeah, you can actually sneak food in, too. And plus, you're away from people. You're in your own car. Yeah. Six feet apart. And the car holds four seats. Four, five. Still, it's an experience. That's a theatrical experience I'm so down for. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about Flashback. They own the one over in Dixon. They've been playing everything. Ghostbusters made more money last year. <laughs> They should get an Oscar for that. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, right? This movie from 89 wins a 2021 Oscar. <laughs> if they fuck Marshmallow Man and take the award. <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. Just the actual, the original actor, he's all old and shit like, damn, it took this long? <laughs> God damn, my spine! <laughs> oh, God. It's so funny that Denny Villeneuve thinks that that's a thing. Like, he's a jackass for that. Like, we get that your movies are amazing. 20, uh, cyber, not cyberpunk, uh, Blade Runner 2049, which is a cyberpunk movie. <laughs> that was a great movie. The Arrival was a great movie. Sicario is, like, the most gangster cartel movie. Like, it's freaking amazing. And it was probably great in theaters. It's just that people don't really want to go see those artistic movies like that. Like they want to see that in their in their room. Like I didn't watch the I didn't watch Arrival or the Arrival, whichever one's called, at the theater. I watched it at home, and I'm like, oh my god, this is beautiful. It's a beautifully made movie about an alien invasion where they're teaching us how to talk. In the future, you know how you see the future through their language. Basically, that was an amazing movie. I can't wait to see what he does with Dune, and I hope they actually say no, we're not doing that, and you can sue all you want. This is a pandemic. And we're gonna build up on this. You're gonna st- it's still gonna be in theaters, but it will be on HBO Max for people. And plus, we don't need any more jackasses in this world. Yeah. Plus, we got a new jackass movie coming out. We got enough jackasses as oh. it is. Oh, did you see what happened with Jackass? Hmm. Uh, Johnny Knoxville and Steve O got hospitalized. <laughs> for for a stunt for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're getting too old for this shit. <laughs> that should be what it should be called. <laughs> like I said before, I could have been a backup, but no. I'm not famous enough. <laughs> they could have actually like legit like contacted people that were on ridiculousness. Like, okay, hey, you want to do some crazy stunts for us? Like, make the fourth one like the next generation or some shit like that. Or just get some hardcore fans who know what they're doing stunt-wise. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Well, I think what the one other thing I want to talk about, like Zack Snyder's Justice League, the release date is in March. It's either the 20th or 25th, four hours long. That's basically it. Like, I was just going to put that there because I'm like, ah, let's put that. But uh, we'll update on Ghost Marshall's book one, my book. We're at, I'm at 435 pages. And it's basically stuff at the beginning, like in the first act when the, the team is being assembled. It's looking pretty good. Like I'm gonna like go over it again, and see what's done. But it's it's looking good. It's almost done. Like I'm just adding like more like monologues, more character descriptions, and scenes that I didn't even think of beforehand. But uh, it's it's it reads better. Like it already read pretty good, but uh, it reads better. Yeah, like, I was going to say, how many pages were in the book originally? It was about, I think, uh, 375. And how many are in total now that you're remaking it? 
Uh, top the top part is like about four thirty. I'm thinking it's gonna probably top out at like four forty, four forty-five. Okay. Yeah, it's it's looking a lot better. Like there's a lot more stuff with like the overarching villain Thomas Devereaux. He's one of the overarching villains, but there's a lot more with him. There's a uh, a monologue for the uh, the the Dunwich characters. Like they're basically Lovecraftian and all that. It's basically a monologue where he's like announcing their presence to Earth. Chicago gets fucked up in this movie. <laughs> I mean, Chicago's fucked up already, so it's no biggie. <laughs> like, well, I'm just being honest, y'all. I love Chicago. I live here, but we fucked up. <laughs> um, there's a there's a shooting in a psychiatric facility. That sounds like a scene I would be in. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's it's a very good scene. Like, I wanted to show that because I show like before it, but I never showed that. So, like, what you see is, like, basically one of the characters, he's just staring at these guys. Another guard for Thomas Devereaux shows up with a silencer, and he's just clapping all of them, just killing everyone. <laughs> and then, like, one person survives. He's like, please, no. And Thomas Devereaux walks out. And the person that's with him is his, is his uh, great, 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 great grandson. And he, te- he tells his guard to give him his gun. And he gives him a handgun. He tells him, pull the trigger on him. And... He shoots him in the hand, shoots off two fingers, and then shoots the guy's face off. And I'm like, I did good here. Because <laughs> I had a little thing for that character where basically from book one on, it's like a slow de-evolution into this psychotic order's first monster of a human. So it's going to be so, it's gonna be so good. in a way, the first book is more lighthearted in a way, and the second book is more darker? The second book is actually pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah second book it's you know it's a continuation of the first book for real like i'm like the one thing i'm gonna add to probably top it out like 450 is like five pages from book two and the thing with book two you know just for a little bit it's uh basically showing like different missions that the ghost marshals go on it's like two major missions that they go on that lead into the rest of the series and then I already got book three already planned out. Like, I'm making sure it's a four-book thing right here. Then it's going to be, like, six more books. And then, like, six God, more books. If you kill my character off, I'll slap you. Kill. Oh, kill he, he's already getting killed off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually have some cool ideas for your character. Especially in book three. Like, just friggin', like, bare-knuckle brawl fighting monsters, basically. <laughs> like that would be freaking cool to see like that's one thing I, i'm hoping to get that done oh my dog <laughs> like just like one of them like actually i, I had wrote, written one part in for book three where basically he basically picks up a picks up one of these freaking reborn as i call him he grabs him by the throat just throws him against the door and just fucking just dumps his fucking head in like some straight up street fighter shit but it's looking good it's looking much better it reads better so I think while we're closing out, damn, we're almost done. We almost seven o'clock. Well, I think what we can talk about this next Sunday. Damn it, damn it, damn it. All right, next Sunday we will be talking more about some stuff, and we will be having our first guest of 2021, who went to school with us. She has a new song coming out. Well, it's already out. What am I saying? Coming out. She will be on here. We might be. She might be tired as hell though, because <laughs> she's in Finland. Uh, she was a. Uh, was she was an exchange student i almost lost the word she was she was an exchange student but she uh her name is maria if i said that right i think i said it right she'll be on here next sunday 
will be interviewing her about her new song. It is we we both listen to it. It's freaking beautiful. Like she has really evolved her voice. Evolved her voice. Yeah. Like, she could have been like a Disney pr- princess singing in Disney movies for all we know. Like yeah, she's that good. Yeah, she's very good at singing. Like, and this song was very good. We're gonna play it. Not now, but you know when we do it next time. You know we start with Limp Biscuit for the live show. Oh God! And then you realize he meant cracking skulls. I thought I thought that I'm like. I had a story about Limp Biscuit though, like, and and it's not even my story. It's a story that uh one of my friends in normal he had told another a mutual friend in front of me. He goes like this: like they had I think Blacklight Burns playing and. One of the guys goes, next week we have Limp Biscuit. You can hear in the crowd someone going, why? <laughs> <laughs> it was funnier than shit. Guys like, uh, I don't know. It's Limp Biscuit. Don't you guys like Limp Biscuit? Fred Durst is actually a pretty good director. I liked The Fanatic. That was good. Though there is oh, yeah. there is a plot hole in there. It's a glare. It's... It's a gaping plot hole. <laughs> he just the, the comic book guy could have just like been like, "Oh yeah, this is uh, one of my friends. He's a big fan of yours." And then that's it. The movie's done. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and it would have been done. But uh, yeah, so I think that's I think we covered everything, man. This has been a good show. We did pretty good. Now I can just do this. <laughs> All right, so like I'm going to cut this off right now because I don't have it where it's simultaneously. Uh, this has been the S-Tier Podcast. We are back, Season 2. This has been the opener. We did pretty good. Even though we didn't see any comments earlier. Everyone's just saying hi and all that. <laughs> hi to each other. That's basically it. So, yeah, this has been the S-Tier Podcast. We will be back Sunday, the 17th. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube soon. Uh, subscribe to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Anchor. You know, listen to us there. Don't miss a show. Subscribe. That helps us out. See you guys soon. And this has been the S Tier Podcast. This has been the S Tier Podcast. Follow us at Facebook.com slash S Tier Podcast, Twitter.com slash S Tier Podcast One, and Instagram.com S Tier Podcast. Stay S Tier.